The Hardcover Hideout, the podcast in which two lifelong comic book fans discuss a different, lesser known, maybe sometimes obscure comic book in each episode. All right, and welcome to the Hardcover Hideout. I'm Jared. I'm Chris. I'm Tasha. And today's episode, we'll be talking about Upgrade Soul by Ezra Clayton Daniels. But before that, as always, we're going to do a little catch up with everybody. It has been a short week. It's uh, we've only things been six days every yeah, every time we do this. It's shorter and shorter. shorter. Pretty soon it'll just be every day. We'll be recording gonna, every three but, um, days. We're going to record something. Yeah. So Tosh, you want to start us off? Just talk about your week. If anything going on, anything uh, interesting? Uh, I am still reading. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the boy who harnessed the wind. Um, That's the one for school, right? Yeah. Well, I'm ahead of my class, though, so I'm technically not just reading it for fun. I watched, I finished the Milo Murphy's Law that I've been watching for about two weeks now. Um, And then I started the new show, uh, Hamster and Gretel, and then I finished that in two days. And then I I started rewatching Phineas and Ferb, so that's where I, oh, and then I watched that new 70s show. 90s. 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 Show. That 90s show. The new. The, yeah, that show. That 90s show. With the return of uh, like every, all the original. Mm, not really. All the original cast. Except for. Had, uh, but they're just what's cameos, his name? Right? Yeah. It's cameos. What's his name? One. Ashton Kutcher and his yeah, son. Yeah, we see. And he has a son on there. Yeah, their son. Right. And then, of course, we're following the daughter of the two. I, right. I, I didn't watch She's that like the main. Really well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what I've heard is actually with that '90s show, the story and the other kids are meh, but it it the nostalgia is nice to see the old mm-hmm. uh, cast back. Mm-hmm. Because one of the kids, and again, I haven't watched it, so I'm just going by what I've seen the commercials. One of the kids, it's Rhett's grandkid, right? So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's Rhett's grandkid. Or Rhett and Kinky? No, Rhett and what's her name? What's the mo- grandma's name? Kitty. That's close. Um, it's <laughs> their grand. One of them is their grandchildren. Yeah, right? it's the main person. Right, and then does Ashton Kircher and mm-hmm. her have a child as well? Yes. There? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'll probably watch it someday, but no they do soon. have some flashbacks and like kind of some. Hints to the real that somebody the 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 original the original not yeah. the real no, the, the original real the real one <laughs> the original that somebody show um mm-hmm. that was nice to see but okay yeah. nice otherwise I, yeah. anything else no all right Chris you wanna talk uh, about anything again a short week for us as well so watched wise I started Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. I uh, just only watched the actual first episode, the uh, the pilot, uh, and it's good. I like it. I mean, I like Anne Rice, so other than that, I, I haven't really been watching TV. Uh, just been busy, but I did watch the Daily Show has come back, and they don't have a host yet, so it is doing... Right, because Trevor Noah left. Yeah, Trevor Noah yep. left, so they're so, doing guest hosts. Okay. All right, so the first week was Leslie Jones. Mm-hmm. The second week was Wanda Sykes, and it, you know... It's okay. Uh, you can tell that uh, you know Leslie Jones did a good job. Wanda Sykes has done a good job, but it's basically just the Daily Show with a guest host. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. The format's still the same, so I'm curious to see who they're going to 
pick for the new host. Right. I've also been playing, uh, I got a new Switch, and so I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Oh, you got a Zelda? Oh, yeah, nice. I got a Zelda. I love it. And I'm getting ready for the new He's one to addicted. come out. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, my daughter, my other daughter, she's addicted to... Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. They're trying to get me addicted to it, but how they said it was like they're wanting me to join a cult. Join us. <laughs> they would join us. Tasha, you need to join us. our community. <laughs> That's literally how they were saying it. I'm like, you guys sound like um, you're a part of cult. Right. Um, you all can't play it at the same time. No, not unless we have just switch. got one switch, yeah, right? So we have one okay. switch. Uh, you can... So the switch does have where the controllers become multiple controllers, mm. so you can play games together on it. Right. Uh, you can actually do Animal Crossing like that, but it's we important. haven't. It's fine, but we've played. We got Mario Kart too, so that's what Tasha likes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Other than that, that's basically it. I do have some news to go over. Uh, the next round of cuts has happened at Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they now have canceled Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, and Titans. Right. So this is their last official seasons for both. Yeah, I just read this morning they're pushing back season four of Titans mm-hmm. till. At least spring, right? So they can late get, spring, maybe since it's the yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so he James Gunn is really going through and cleaning house. And the only show so far they're actually keeping is Harley Quinn, yeah. the animated, which because he's in it, because he's in it. It's his show, <laughs> it's his show. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, he play? he's plays James Gunn in this whole season that you we haven't gotten to yet. Oh. Clayface actually uh, is in a movie. Directed by James Gunn. Hmm. And that's all I'll tell you because I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like how you're laughing. Um, The other (laughs) news, Oscar nominations came out. Big year for sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. 11 nominations. The top nominated movie, including Best Actor, Best Actress. Not Best Actor, sorry. Best Actress. Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Cinematography, uh, script, best picture, best directors. It's really weird how they did that. So Hmm. they didn't just do, at least by what I looked, it looks like they did them individually, but they've nominated the two directors individually for Hmm. everything. You would think it would be the two directors would be nominated for the movie. How how would that work? (laughs) How would one Uh, win and the other one win? That would be funny. Yeah. The other one in the audience going. Interesting. He didn't do any more than I did. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping they win, especially short round. K one K one Kui. Easier to call him short round because I can never pronounce data. his name. He's dated yeah, data. Me. Yeah. See, he's short yeah. round to me. He dated you. Yeah. Um, so I hope he wins. Uh, that would just be booty great. traps. And Michelle Yeoh. I hope she wins. <laughs> booty traps. You mean booty traps? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of that movie, and then finally some I don't know, sad news or stupid news. However you want to look at it, uh, Justin Rowland, one of the creators of Rick and Morty, and the actual voice of Rick and Morty, Morty. including almost a lot of the characters in there. Mr. Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks, yeah, um, a bunch of them, yeah, bunch of the characters yeah. was just arrested for domestic violence, and because of that. Comedy Central has cut ties with him, and he has been fired from Rick and Morty. So they are trying to find someone to replace yeah. to do the voices. How do you, how do you recast? Do there is someone on TikTok that sounds like that, exactly. that people are voting for oh. because this guy sounds just like him. 
So like you can do both characters. You can do all the characters. All the characters. All the characters. Wow. Does. So if you have a chance, you know, go yeah. look him up. He is amazing. Even Dan Roland, not Dan Roland, even Justin Roland, before all of this happened, did like a little side clip with him, saying oh, okay. that, saying basically that, yo, know, man, if you closed your eyes, you couldn't tell which one was me and which one was him. So it's the uh, magic of social media these days. Right. It's, so, it's crazy. I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets it because he sounds just like him, and you wouldn't even notice. Um, But other than that, that's all I have. What about you, Jared? Uh, So I got tired of you guys talking about Phineas and Ferb all the time, so I finally watched it. Yes! (laughs) Because I was just like, I don't know what to watch. And I was like looking around on on (laughs) Disney, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch that for a sec. How did you like it? I was laying around. It's good. It's funny. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. I I like how each episode is two episodes. Like they have a back-to-back. Yep. Yeah, and so I like just the, watched the first two, two so or three. Or the something. roller coaster. You saw the, the roller coaster. Roller coaster. Uh, his this. What's his sister's name? Candace. Candace loses her head. Yeah, is the second one. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. Remember. I think the other one I might have fallen asleep, but uh, I just the, love how uh, they have like the same lines in every episode. Aren't you a little old? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah. He's like, aren't or, you a little? Old? Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. Yes, I am. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay. Yes, and they just keep going. And then um, Phineas just he just talks once at the once. very end of the yeah. episode every and he has he's English which yep. is interesting. Well, because so is the dad. Does the dad is they don't? They, it's they, his you half, mean Ferb? It's his staff brother, Ferb, or his, yeah. uh, his half brother or stepbrother, right? Stepbrother. Yeah. Stepbrother. Yeah, step-brother. And they don't really ever explain the dynamics because they just call him mom and dad. And, yeah. Right. Uh, brother and sisters, but mm-hmm. I I get the idea that something happened to uh, Phineas and Candace's, Candace's. dad. And something happened to Ferb's mom, and you know they met each other, got married, and now they're one big family. Right. Yeah, it's funny though. I don't know if I'm gonna commit to watching the, oh, yeah. all of it. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm just but, happy you watched something. But now I know what you guys are talking about. So what's the like the doctor? Was his yeah. name? Doofenshmirtz. 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 Yeah, he reminds me a little bit Evil of Incorporated of a uh, Gru. Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. A little bit from uh, and then uh, Perry. Perry. Where's oh, Perry the Perry the <laughs> Platypus. Platypus. Hey, yeah. Where's Perry? Where's Perry? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like how his Candace is always trying to get him in trouble, and then, hey, Mom, come and look, and then it just, just gets actually, better and better. There's one episode. Season. It's her dream where she does bust them. Oh, but it's okay. horrible. What when she busts them? It's and just horrible. They do happens. make fun because it lasts for a few seasons, and they make fun of how long one summer is lasting. Oh, then, yeah, because that's the very beginning of the, the intro song yeah. is talking about. 104 days yeah. of summer vacation. It's like three years. <laughs> years. Well, they, they also have a Christmas episode. They do. And, and they like, try and explain why it's Christmas in the summertime. They do. That's hilarious. They have an episode called Squinter, okay. though. Yeah. But that's... It'd be, yeah. It's something I could just put on and have on in like, yeah, the that's background. What I, that's what I yeah, do. I do it. You know, I watch it while I do it. Or when I'm laying in bed, just, you know, yeah. relaxing or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. So I watched... So I did watch that. I did watch a movie on Netflix. Ooh. Yeah, and it, it might be because of all the teenage angst that we were experiencing <laughs> in the last two books. I watched. I was flipping through and I saw this one, and I, I've seen it before, but I finally watched it. It's called Metal Lords. You seen that one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. About the two it's high, like school the band, the high school band kids. Yeah. Who the join the metal band? Right. Well, it's one one guy. He's like the guitar player. He's mm-hmm. like the total metalhead. He, you know, and then he has this kid, the other kid is a, a drummer in the marching band. In the marching band. band. And he's trying to get him to play drums right. for the metal band. So he's trying to teach him. He, like, gives him a whole list of, like, this is your homework. 
and it's all these metal songs like War Pigs and all this Metallica. The soundtrack's awesome. Uh, so it's just them two, and they're like, and then part of the show is just them trying to, or the movie is them trying to find a bass player. Right. So then they end up finding, uh, getting this girl with who's also in the right? band. Did huh? you see the one with anger issues? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it? I have not. I saw okay. the trailer. I saw the trailer. Yeah. And I want to see it. So she's like Irish or Scottish. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. One of those. Yeah, but she like goes off and, and and starts cussing out the band director. And I was watching it and I was like, I know who that, the band director, I was like, I know who that is. Like, that's, that's Chuck Kloster. Chuck Kloster, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Because he's one of my favorite authors as far as just like prose books. So that was that was cool his little cameo, and they finally they get her, but then she but she plays the cello. So they have a cello in their in their metal band, and of course, it's, they have a battle of the bands, and it's like they never actually all all three play together until the actual performance. Of course, <laughs> it's like how don't know how that they never practice, but somehow they can <laughs> somehow they, they can just great jam out them. and play this uh, original song. Anyways, so that was good. It was it was fun to watch. And you still haven't watched Scott Pilgrim vs. I still haven't watched Scott Pilgrim oh, vs. Oh World. I know. You watch Phineas and Ferb at least. Yeah, I'll That's put that on my list yeah. for this week. Oh, when yeah. I have a couple Guaranteed hours. You're going to watch Scott, Scott Pilgrim and then watch it all the time. Yeah, probably. Love it. I'm sure I will. I just I don't know why I never got around to watching it. But oh, I'll try and put it on my list. When I don't know what to watch, I'll just put that on. Other than that, I watched another episode of Sweet Tooth and... Still the same. It's just yeah. you know I'm not. I'm just kind of getting to it as I get to it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really. It's it's a very different from the from the books, as far you know after they just the original concept. They just mm-hmm. kind of went. So it's it's fine. I'll, I'll finish it and I'll probably watch season two whenever that whenever that comes out. But now, have you watched episode two of? The Last of Us. Yeah, I haven't watched, watched any of it yet. You haven't watched any of it. I haven't yet? watched The Last of Us yet. Oh, okay. Me That's either. another one I gotta. No, I hadn't watched it yet. When I was just asking about it. Well, okay, so I do, I do want to see it, and I heard it's even, it's getting even better with season episode two. Um, so I want to. I usually like to wait till something is completely out, and then binge it. Yeah, that's a. I mean, everywhere Netflix is the only ones that's still putting everything out all at once, for as of right now. So yeah, HBO you gotta wait till every once a week till. Yeah, I've read, well, I'm yeah, doing I'll, that now. I'll wait for a few episodes to yeah. build up and then. And watch it. I'm surprised a lot of them. I think Netflix is, I think, the only one now that still puts them all out. Yeah. Disney is weekly. Uh, mm-hmm. Universal. Because yeah. they want to keep Amazon, their subscribers. Yeah. That's, you know, Amazon is weekly. They want you to get a week Hulu's a week weekly. free yeah. uh, trial and then watch binge something. Watch and binge then, once and then everything. So, yeah, <laughs> 10 days. just binge watch everything in seven or yeah. ten days and then, yeah, like, no. So, yeah, it's just so, so they can keep subscribers. Yeah. Trust me nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, cool. Yeah, so that that was it. That's all. I, I I didn't. I'm still. I didn't read much besides. I read this book. I read a little bit of the TMNT series. I'm still going through. Yeah. That's it. Not you know short week, busy week. So yeah, not a whole lot of reading or. It other, is, it other is stuff. funny when you find that we're now doing this weekly, that and they're just getting shorter and shorter. We're like we're less stuff to talk about before the book. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're like yeah. And also, we took like a month break. So. Yeah. It's more than like six weeks. Six. Yeah, was it like six weeks? Um, yeah. Huh. At the end, the Christmas season. And then we did our Christmas, and then yeah. now we've been now doing we're making weekly. it up with it by doing it weekly. So we did, uh, by the way, get our not only we got our tickets for Fan Fusion this summer, which unfortunately you will not be going to. Mm-hmm. We got I our know. hotel room at the Hyatt. Yeah, I saw they uh, they they posted, yeah, and I immediately deleted the email because I was like, you don't want to be taunted, <laughs> disgruntled. <laughs> yeah, disgruntled. I was like, damn it. Um, yeah, so. Fine. 
the it was it was it was amazing. Okay, so the hotels, the VIP people get the link first, mm-hmm. and then the next day they send the link to the people who bought full weekend, which is when I got it. And even when we got it, like the Hyatt was pretty much sold out. I got like I was looking at. So the first thing I did was grab a room with two beds for the four of us. And then I was like, oh, one out of curiosity, if I also got a single room, which is one bed, and um, Margot and I could, my wife and I could have the one room, mm-hmm. and then the kids could have the other room. Right. Uh, but there was nothing available. Oh, so you right. just had the one room? Yeah, and then I, w- I went back and went, okay, well, what about, like, two rooms with two beds? Nope. But I didn't you look at other hotels? No, I just did the Hyatt. I always wanted oh. the Hyatt because it's right across the street. I mean, literally, right. you walk out the door, and it's the entrance to FanVision. Oh, okay. So... Yeah. And then I'm going to cosplay Mad Eye Moody for one day. What's up? What's Mad Eye? Yeah, have you never seen Harry Potter? Oh, Mad Eye Moody. Mad Eye isn't, Moody. That a, yeah. isn't that a woman? No. No. Which one's that? The guy with the weird eye oh, that, that okay. moves Sorry. around. And I, yeah. My Sorry. wife. Yeah, I've seen Harry Potter, but it's been a long time. My wife is going as Trelawney. She's okay. the fortune teller from Harry Potter. The, oh, the she, one with the crazy hair? Yes. The one who and teaches then, the divination yeah. class. I can see that, yeah. Right. And then okay. the next day I'm going to go as the dude. The dude. The dude. I'm going to the dude. Do you know who the dude is? You told me last the night. The big Lebowski. The big Lebowski. He's a dude, dude. El, El Dude Arena. <laughs> yeah. Not in the whole brevity thing. <laughs> I think I'll carry around a, like a gallon of milk. <laughs> oh, my white yeah, it's like the, the creamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the creamer. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, Got any Kahlua? <laughs> and then that's it. I don't know what I'm doing the, third, the next day yet, so. Yeah. yeah. You can always do, recycle something. Yeah, that's right. Well, got, I really don't have many to recycle because I spent most of my... Yeah, I robot, robot man. man in, but you can't uh, see in that. Yeah, I can't well, see in Well, actually... See, the, the Robot Man the costume I made is an amazing costume and it looks great, but I can't see out of it and they have to lead me and they keep... And abandoning me. Yeah. Like, one call, my kids are leading me down this walkway, and they and both got like squirreled and ran to like other booths. Yeah. And I'm like in the middle of going, Whoa, I can't. Yeah, I that. remember that. We were there last year. It was like yeah. all of us were together for like two minutes, and the next thing you know, everyone's, everyone's just scattered. scattered. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to con this year. It'll yeah. be nice yeah. to be actually at the hotel and not having they, to drive home every night and then drive yeah. back the next they, week. Well, they've uh, announced a couple of guests already. Yeah, Kathy and Ajima. The yeah. twins from Harry Potter, from Harry Potter yeah. uh, a couple called Rumbic artists. Yeah. Wait, the twins as in... Ron, the Ron, Weasley twins? The Weasley twins? Oh. Yeah, they're going to be there. And then Kathy Najima, she's from, uh, you'll know her Hocus from Pocus. Hocus Pocus as one of the witches. Uh, yeah. But she did a lot of movies in like the 90s. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was just some little ad yeah. tidbit I wanted to add in. I get to go to con. I'm like, you. She actually will be in New York. She comes back from New York the Friday of con. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to drop her off at the hotel. (laughs) And she's either going to go to con or rest. And then she'll be there for Saturday and Sunday's con. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember those days. Yep. When sleep didn't matter. Right. (laughs) Sleep, coffee. Yeah, that's all you needed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You don't even need breakfast. Yep, nope. Your breakfast consists of some fast food place you'd stop at, <laughs> get a big thing of coffee, and you'd be good for the day. So she puts it back on. No, it's this thing. Oh. I wanted apple juice. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Two, one. 
All right, so I think we're ready for the book, Jared. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. So this week we're doing Upgrade Soul. We're going to discuss it. It's written. It was written, illustrated, and colored by Ezra Clayton Daniels. So for to start, we're just going to talk a little bit uh, about Ezra's background, kind of what got him into art. He uh, His early art career started off working nights and weekends as a trial graphics consultant creating technical illustrations and infographics for high stakes court cases sounds interesting he later transitioned transitioned to user interface design he designed the uh, branding and interface for the first pdf annotation app which was i annotate <laughs> oh, <sorry, what? laughs> you want me to skip that part no, keep going. <laughs> i just it's funny like like his background seems like all oh. <laughs> very yeah. like okay, so analytical. More, and... So getting into a little more interesting <laughs> stuff about him, he uh, actually wrote an episode or two episodes of Doom Patrol, among other things. But mm-hmm. so we were just talking about Doom Patrol. He wrote episode seven of season three, and he's writing an episode of the fourth and now we know final season of Doom Patrol. Yeah. So that's a little bit about his background. His uh, So... Upgrade Soul began as a serialized graphic novel in the iOS in 2012. So it was only available for the Apple iOS system, and it was came out serialized in the in the app along with the with so, the original score that you could listen to as you read which, it. Did you listen to it while you read it? Uh, no, I did start. I did play it. I did download it and play it and start it. It's like electronic music. It's not really my thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just skimmed, skimmed through it just so I, yeah. So I skimmed through it, but no, I'm not really, I don't really like listening to music while I read. I just, yeah, you know, either. I read, that's all I'm doing. I want to be in the dark by myself. Yeah. Right. That's all the I time, mean, you, though, you whether you're that. reading or not. <laughs> I just want to be left alone. Right. So Upgrade Soul was collected in print by Lion Forge in 2018. It was the recipient of the Dwayne McDuffie Award for Diversity in Comics. It was also nominated for Eisner, Harvey, Ringo, and Ignatz Awards, and was I love the name of awards. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. And was named one of the best books of 2018 by Publishers Weekly, Vulture, The Library Journal, and Paste. And it was is also currently in development for a feature film, and has an Audible original that came out last year in 2022. So that's a little bit of the background. So is the Audible the original book. like a acted out like yeah. an old? Radio play. Yeah, like they did that for uh, Wolf, Wolverine had had an audible audible original, and there's also a Harley Quinn audible oh, somehow okay. where it's just like, and the Sandman started like that too. What what is it? You said it's being a featured film. It's gonna. It's in. It's in. Uh, what did I say? Post pre production. It is in uh, development as a feature oh, film. What is a featured film? Feature feature film. film. It means it's a it's, it's a, a film. It's a you film. Know, any movie that's in the theater it's is a, a feature, feature film. film. Yeah. I don't want to say this in theater. No, you know, these days we don't know if that means coming out to the theater, yeah. but it's a full production movie. Like yeah. the full back in the day, like, if it was a feature film, the only place you could see it was in the movie, movie theater. theater right. Yeah. Nowadays, a feature film could be only released in mm-hmm. streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have movie theaters in your house now, basically. Yep. Basically. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's kind of the background of the book and the writer and the artist. I'll give you a little synopsis, and then you guys can tell me what you guys think uh, or thought about the book. Awesome. All right. So Upgrade Soul starts with an elderly married couple named Molly and Hank. 
They are discussing a procedure they have signed up for. They have decided to partake in a very risky trial for the uh, medical process that can vastly increase their lifespan. Hank's approach both to finance and to be the first human sub-subject of a new experimental scientific process called Upgrade Cell, a way to regenerate a person and provide them with a new, a new life, bringing the mind and soul of a person to a younger, smarter, stronger body. The, of course... It goes. It goes ter- terribly bad, as, of as we as you know, every clone as we movie does. <laughs> yeah, so it goes badly. The process is is stopped prematurely. Uh, Molly and Hank do survive the process, but they discover that instead of the rejuvenation that they were promised, they may they meet severely disfigured, although intellectually and physically superior duplicates of themselves. The clones that we meet are named Manuela and Henry. They have all the memories of Hank and Molly and are proving to be far more intelligent. Molly and Hank begin to experience memory loss and severe headaches that can only be alleviated by being near their clones. Uh, we find out later that the, the two, the original and the clones, cannot live on the same earth and maintain health. Uh, one will drain from the other. So that's kind of just a short synopsis of without giving away too many spoilers yet, which we will get yeah. into. Uh, that's kind of the short synopsis. So, Chris, you want to take it from there? Uh, well, right off the bat, I, I love the story. I, it was well written. Um, it, it does have a lot of the same, like, clone story tropes. You know, they're never the same equal. Something like one grows more than the other one, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but I did like the way they handled it. Uh, I really loved how little things going on in the background that mm-hmm. have their own little story. Um, like when he's in the flashback at the award ceremony, talking to uh, a feeder named the doctor Victoria, Victoria. Teal. Uh, in the background, uh, two people are hooking up. <laughs> There's a scene like each panel, so you have he looks like a Spanish gentleman with the I don't know if he works there or if he's the uh, a scientist also, mm-hmm. but you see him one talking to one table. And then there's this girl in a table all by herself. And then the next panel is uh, her just looks like she's upset. And then we have nothing but the two of them in panels. And then mm-hmm. it comes back to a long shot of them talking. And he's over talking to them, her. Yeah. And then in the final panel, he they're holding hands, leaving leaving the, the view. I'm like, did I just witness uh, someone hooking up during yeah. this? Um Nice little touch in the, in the, the background. The posters on mm. the, the school wall, like yeah. my favorite was the egg. The egg. The egg that basically says, uh, what will it be? Right. And which basically just yeah. summarizes the whole book right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how in the first panel, when you see their house, you see all the pictures. Mm-hmm. And then when they're recovering in the uh, hospital after the procedure, all the same pictures are there on the wall for them. Um, and then the dream catcher above Dr. Callow's bed, which I found very ironic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a whole bunch more. What about you, Tasha? Do you have anything you liked about it? Liked? Liked. Oh. I don't um, liked, mm-hmm. hated, disliked, whatever. Well, it, this is definitely uh, for older people. <laughs> Um, I had to ask a few questions to my dad, like, uh, what is the storyline? Because okay. I was kind of confused when they're going back and forth. 
Because yeah. I'm like, wait, one yeah. part... Non-linear books drive me nuts. Non-linear everything drives me nuts. That's what that means. It's not yeah. in order. So right. you, you'll... Or they next don't even panel, put past, yes. present, sure. or right. future. Yeah, I got that. It, it, it is kind of like you flip the page and they look different. You're like in there... You yeah, not, it takes like, you a second to realize, oh, this is in the wait, past, or this past. is yeah. present, or like, whatever it is. Because I'm like, we get introduced to the potato-looking people, and then I'm like, <laughs> the I'm like, family. what? The potato family. The potato <laughs> family. I what? They look like potatoes. They even say that. Yeah, they yeah. yeah, they do. So, the clones look like potatoes. Like human I'm like, potatoes. I get to a page and I see these people. I'm like. Wait, and then I go to another page, and they're introducing this right. thing, and I'm like, wait, hold on, what is going on? Yeah. And then I turn to yeah, the next page, and then the potato people are back. Yeah. Like, it did bounce around a lot without any any indication. Any, any indication. It didn't say, yeah, you know, it one been, year later. I mean, one year later, five years ago, nothing like that. It just kind of the, the thing that really surprised me was this takes place in 1991. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and I loved how even though this took place in 1991. They're trying to use technology from 2018 sure. when he wrote that. Right. I mean, like the FaceTime with the TV and the camcorder. Funny. I like the little baby <laughs> arm. Yeah, yeah, the baby arm. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm sitting there it's going, just like a, yeah, well, this video is 1991. This mm-hmm. technology wasn't widely acceptable. In order to do right. this back then, you would have needed a satellite hookup. Right. And the fact that they seem to be working under the... You know, the, the radar. radar yeah. I'm kinda. pretty sure they wouldn't have a satellite hookup. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, I would, th- I was, would think that this book would have taken place in the in the future before getting into it, and then you find out no, it's yeah. thirty years <laughs> it's ago. Thirty years ago. Yeah. Like, okay, but um, I did not understand, and this is under my kind of dislike section. I don't have many dislikes about this, but there were some things that story wise, it doesn't explain why. Like you see it when um, what is her name, Mark. Uh, Maliana? No. Molly? Manuela. Manuela. Uh-huh. Uh, like, gets mad and slams her hand on the mm-hmm. rail and it, yeah. like, bends. Why do they have superpower? They just, they're just stronger. They're, you're just stronger well, than there's, normal. There's a difference between well, stronger yeah. than normal. Well, yeah, and then later on, Hank, Hank the clone yeah, of, he rips I'm sorry, the Henry, his, yeah. the, the, whole, the clone of the Hank. The potato Hank. The potato Hank. He yeah. He, rips he, the guy's he, he rips off. the guy's calf and he literally yeah. just did with one hand his little potato hand yeah. he just crushes his jaw with yeah. one hand yeah. yeah so it does say that they are physically superior but that's taking it a little bit a little far yeah. Yeah. i mean exactly the even the scene where he's talking where henry is talking to hank and henry's working out and he's got the one uh, little 100, 100 pound 100 pound <laughs> dumbbell. dumbbell he's just doing yeah, curls he's just doing curls I mean, granted, okay, he's got more physical strength than them, but he's still not fully developed. I mean, they're still mm-hmm. basically well, in the, the almost the fetus, fetus phase. Right. Yeah. And he wouldn't be able to pick up that, that, that weight made. with his little hand. No. Uh, may I also point out these people are kind of creepy. Well, they're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be. They're no, basically, they're this is the process they would have been going through if they had finished the process. So mm-hmm. as the fetus then develops into a human, blah, blah, and then they would have opened up the crate mm-hmm. and yeah. let them yeah. out. But... <laughs> yeah. great. but they had to stop it early and they figured that they were just going to expire mm-hmm. but they survived right um yeah uh other characters i really liked i really liked the receptionist she was yeah. i in my view she was the representation of the everyday man you know she wasn't money she wasn't the scientist she wasn't a doctor and you could see through her eyes how ridiculous everything that was happening was going on is and 
you know, even to the end when she's like, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. And I think she only stayed was for Lena, who we'll get to in a while, mm-hmm. um, because she was Lena's caretaker. And I think she had a connection with Lena. Um, but I did, I did like, she has trolls on her table. Yeah, and I did like that. Yeah, she was just the representation of the everyday man, the outside view of what was going on. Yeah. Because, you know, our, our main characters, Hank and Molly, they were all about the money and getting the procedure, not really worrying about what the procedure is going to do to them. And of course, you know, the doctors and Kalos and all them, they're, they're about, ooh, we're going to be big scientific discoveries. Yeah. And, even though there's no funding with no this, funding, right. there's no you know uh, backing through any type of actual legitimate uh, resource. And or... the fact that they're basically like working against every organization mm-hmm. that's never been approved. And yeah, this is also an anniversary gift for some reason. Well, and the, the, yeah. their the idea was they're going right. to be younger. And oh, uh, yeah. you want that for your anniversary gift? Yeah, no, I'm okay. <laughs> How well, about you, Jared? <laughs> No, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to live forever. Uh, it's not forever. It's just adding on like 60. One, no, I think that's what they're trying to say is that um, it'll not basically yeah. live forever, but they'll be more superior humans. So right. they're going to la- They're going to live for a yeah. lot longer. And then you can, and just, then they can clo- and you just clone yourself again. And you oh, just, right. you're, you're, even though it's not technically you. If I saw that thing could, walking around, I'm punching it in the face. <laughs> uh, he could probably apparently rip your face off. Yeah, it wouldn't take much. And he just did that like uh, screaming. No one screaming. He did like the superhero jump. He was from all the way back in the office. Oh yeah, when uh, Hank or Henry and uh, when he broke the guy's jaw, he's like he's like six feet. Literally, yeah. yeah, He he like uses one hand to push himself up on the desk and leaps at him and. Just with his little potato hand, rips, right. Right, rips the the jaw. Off. So yeah, that's that would you would think that running. if they weren't if they weren't fully developed, as they said, that right. their strength wouldn't be that that high, that, that quick. We find right. out that it had been over a year that all through all this process. By the but, end, it's been by the end, right? But it's but still if, if they're, you if they're, see they're still, still basically a fetus, yeah. You know, in, in certain aspects, yeah, yeah. But they are draining their the other people. That's well, true. That's right. That's they are draining. That's why you do see them when it. After the process, you see that they aged like it looks like many years yep. over the course of a short amount of time because you find out that they are draining them being, of their life being force. draining of their life force. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Now, Doctor Kalos, he's the one who started all of this. He had that the one thing I really did like about this book. There were really no oh, there are a couple, but no flat characters. Everyone grew in some sort of way in this character, changed mm-hmm. whether for the good or for the bad. Dr. Kalos, for example, he, you know, may have not a, he started out kind of like a, a dick. He was a dick. Yeah. Um, and his personality became much nicer and he was more calming and more like treating them like human beings and friends. Uh, more morally, he still was horrible. Um, but personality wise, I thought he got much better. And then when we get introduced to his sister, Lena, mm-hmm. she was my favorite character. She was the one who went through the most change throughout this book. Mm-hmm. Because when we first meet her, I mean, she wouldn't even come out of her room. Or talk. And talk. Yeah, she used a little keyboard. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as the the story progressed with her and uh, Henry, Henry. Henry. Uh, it gave her confidence. And mm-hmm. we got to see her. And we yeah. find out that she was once a Siamese twin. And that she was separated, and the other twin unfortunately did not make it. And you know, 
she then yeah, so she's already disfigured on on one side right. of her and face. Right, as we as, by looking at her, I guess we can assume that they were attached by the face, mm-hmm. uh, and that you know they probably had one eye between them, mm-hmm. and then they each had their own separate eye, because she is literally disformed. I mean, she wears a fake nose that yeah. she shows off when uh, Henry puts on his yeah. fake ears. The fake ears, yeah, um, creepy. But then you start seeing her starts walking normal. She starts mm-hmm. dressing normal. She's talking more. She had the voice box put back in so she yep. could talk. And she's just becoming more confident. Uh, I don't think uh, Henry... No. Henry, yes. I don't think Henry felt the same way about her. He was just using her. Henry was one of those that, you know, the clones, mm. they, they grew. Where one of them became, you know, morality, morals became bigger. And that was uh, Manuela. Mm-hmm. Where the morals of Hank selfish went yeah. way down. I mean, again, spoiler. Manuela, she after she solves it, decides that you know because she knows she's taking Molly's life, takes her own life mm. horribly. <laughs> I yeah. want to add. Right. Um, I was reading that during school. <laughs> yeah, is that the scene with the incubator? Where yeah, she turns the incubator but luckily I sit in the back of the classroom where no one can see me, so... Uh, whereas uh, Henry tries to talk Hank into taking his own life. Right. And then when Hank loses his uh, balance and falls backwards, you know, he goes breaks to Dr. Kellos and goes, uh, breaks, Jesus, like, off. Yeah. I was like, where's all that blood coming from? Yeah, it snaps his... Yeah, it basically snaps his... Um, where Henry off. goes to Dr. Kellos and is, like, trying to convince him to just put Henry out of his misery. I'm mm-hmm. like, jeez... Yeah. But you put Henry out of his misery. I mean, but you put yourself out of Henry? I don't know. How do you phrase that? <laughs> well, they're, they're two different two different people. I know. I know. But yeah, you see how they, even though they were technically clones of each other, how much they diverted from the original version of themselves right. uh, in different ways from, from Molly and... Right, even love-wise, yeah. uh, where Manuela is just not in love with Henry. Mm-hmm. It's just not, you know, I don't feel the same way about you as the others did. Right. Um, Whereas we see with Molly and Hank, uh, the love there, the the years of being together. I mean, even the fact when, you know, Henry fell and broke his ankle and he figured this is it, he crawls all yeah. the way to Molly to lay on her and, like, be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, where, that was a pretty powerful scene where I was like, wow, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... he he was, you know, he thought he was dead, but he crawls back just so he can hold his wife's hand one last time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anything you want to add, Jared? You haven't really talked about it. Um, yeah, I, I liked all those things, too. It was definitely, um, it's a very deep, mind, you know, um, thought-provoking type of story. Uh, some things, there were some twists in there that I liked, uh, that, you know, to add some other things. We find out, um, well, what we think is, from Kalos, why he's doing this is is we and correct me if you think something else, but he wants to to be able to clone his his sister, right, and have and have a normal quote unquote normal version of her, or maybe her twin as well, uh, that's not deformed. So that's why he he's they they tested on animals first, and then that they have on. Hank and Molly were the first human su- subjects. So we find out why Kalos is doing this is so that he can help his sister right. and clone her to 
don't know. You is know. that a horrible brother or a good brother? Because right. Well, that's just it. She, this, Lena, and that's why I like Lena because she, you know, she just feels that he does not accept her as she is. Yeah. He wants to fix her. Yeah, like she's um, probably right. Has, like, body that's right. Or, and you know. you know, it's bad enough she has to try to deal with that, and then to have mm-hmm. her only living blood relative want to change you to make yeah. you better. To make you I mean, I know he's got good intentions. And, yeah. of course, you're right, because it already said at the very beginning that she was supposed to be the first human subject. Mm-hmm. Right. And that the fact that they got funding, they pushed her back. You know, because they even meet. They all, the potato people and <laughs> Lena meet. Yeah. And, you know, she, you know, they try to say, you know, it's a good thing you didn't go first. I mean, look. Right. Um, but what they turned out. What right. And I think, and even though I don't feel that Henry uh, felt for her, the way she liked him, that she had, it was a kind of like her first crush love, and he was just more of it. It gave her confidence, you know, with the fake ears. She was confident mm-hmm. enough to pull off her nose and show him. And that, you know, when she kissed him, uh, he was like, uh, oh, no, 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 it just took me by shock. Wasn't you know? that yeah. on his dead wife's grave? Dead wife's yeah. grave. <laughs> and that was another thing. The graves yeah. shows you right there that they didn't see them as, any, as people. Because for, again, spoiler... You know, Hank ends up uh, dying in a car wreck at right. the end. Both of them are buried in unmarked graves, just mm-hmm. tombstones with yeah. nothing written on them. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, because it was all off people. the books. There yeah. was, you know, so, they, they technically they never existed. Right. Um, so. I would design a grave for them and put on it potato people. But one of the biggest uh, twists, I guess, would be. Uh, we find out that uh, since they were doing different tests on Lena, right. who is Callus's sister, no, uh, we 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 find out that they took her eggs without her knowing, and yeah. they used them to create them. the clones, which means with Manuela and which, so that would be technically, she yeah. yeah so and her daughter. Lena is the mother of the two clones. Because well, remember, it was that that meeting where Lena's yeah. in the. Cafe by herself. Yeah. And, I do. I read that part. Bianca. Um, wasn't Bianca? Bianca. Yeah, Bianca comes in, and yeah. he tells. She tells him that when I first got here, uh, and after that, that's when she tells Lena that you know since you were already me. having a bunch of tests, he took it upon himself to harvest some of your eggs, which right there is horrible. Yeah. Without her permission. Absolutely. Also, she's. I mean, she kissed her son. That's disgusting. Yeah, she didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know at the time. But that's still disgusting. Um, Yeah, I mean, they weren't making out. And to be honest with you, I mean, first she didn't know. Yeah, she didn't know. And two, it's not like she carried them for nine months. Right. I mean, just it. She's just DNA related. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the DNA is actually Molly and Henry's. Mm -hmm. So it's not really like her son. I mean, it's still, I mean, you think about it, it's gross, but, yeah. you know, you can't sit there and blame Lena because okay. she had no idea and she didn't carry them, so. Yeah. This guy uh, did a lot of illegal stuff. And, oh, yeah, a lot of it under the, under the radar. Yeah. The only other thing I had in my notes that I haven't under my dislikes, but it's more of a, a character that was introduced with her parents but is never really like fleshed out fleshed out yeah uh del so mm-hmm. we meet del at the beginning that is uh, molly and henry's niece. Niece. niece um not to be mistaken with grandparents because apparently uh 
her father is Henry's brother. younger brother. Right. But, um... like, you know, you see Dell at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when they've gone through the procedure, they've been missing. Hank's brother calls mom, who apparently is not in this child's life or has not been in his life or her life for right because we don't see her to the very yeah, end and right? you know uh, and so but then we see cliff later on on the phone asking her to watch dell because he's going to go out and not knowing this is the last time and then uh you see at the very end it seems like she's one big happy family she's the, like oh nice to happy to see uh molly and you know to see dell and like they've been family forever when we first met Dell, she had nothing to do with her mom. She didn't want to see her mom, uh, and you know, and they they kind of explained it off with, you know, it was tough at first, but we're good now. Right, what, and it had been over, and it had right. been a certain amount of time. And what is this? Was it just jumps. like a baby's mama situation? Was it a divorce? Was it a marriage? They never. Yeah. I mean, in most cases, especially They're, with. You know, with if it's a never married and the mm-hmm. mo- usually they're with the mom, the baby's with the mom, not the dad. Right. Yeah. They, we never really figure that out, or it could it could be a, a divorced uh, joint yeah. custody type of thing. We don't, you know they don't really go into it. My best friend. Yeah. Like she has their thing. I'm not gonna say that on the podcast. That's fine. Yeah, we know. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, my best friend. Yeah. Uh, so that was the only thing that was like, and it wasn't. A huge thing. It was just you know we spent a lot of time with Dell, talking about Dell throughout the book, and we just don't really get to meet Dell except at the very end. And they did the whole you know wrap it up with the beginning. So mm-hmm. it ends with Dell saying, you know, can we play scientist again? And I would love to. Right. And that's where that's how, which is how we met them. Right. With the because Molly is a, was she's a doctor. I think she's a geneticist. Yeah, she was a geneticist. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and I was trying to see if there's any symbolism or something with the whole beginning with the, the gerbil or whatever it was, hamster. Yeah. And the maze and like, pig, this yeah. Have, yeah, the guinea pig. It's not a Does this pig. have something to do with it? And with the cat attacking? I'm like, oh, maybe this is symbolism. I didn't see any. Uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I, like, I didn't notice anything either. I was like, because technically they're becoming guinea pigs. So I was like, oh, uh, yeah. So they're becoming maybe. guinea pigs. So does that mean, uh. Lena's, Lena's the cat. Yes, that's, yes, that's you. you. <laughs> what is that? Is it like a chubacabra? Uh, chinchilla? chinchilla? Chinchilla! It's a chinchilla. And the cat tried to kill it. Right. Well, so then that takes away my whole guinea pig thing. Yeah. So I, when I first saw it, looked through it, I thought it was a guinea pig, but now I look at it yeah, again, it's, it's, a not, it's a I'm chinchilla. Like, it's not a cute guinea pig. It has yeah. two pigs. But that would make sense. Yeah. yeah, if it was a guinea pig, like they were the uh, guinea pigs. Anyways. It's a chinchilla. No. So, yeah. And then the only other thing was uh, Mitch and Wendy. Yeah. They were just talking points. Just really, more like the yeah, background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she's the one. Wendy's the one who finds the Manuela. Manuela, and you know they're just Man- you see Manuela. them in the background. Garth, he's a little more because he ends up with the, when what's when a uh, uh, Bianca Bianca leaves. She, Garth goes with her. Right. Bianca convinces Garth that you don't want to be anywhere near this, and that's when we learn that you know. Mitch and Wendy just left in the middle of the night, and no one, no one seems to notice or care. <laughs> right. All right. So that was my that was my thoughts on on the book. Good yeah, choice, I though. Feel, it was a good yeah. choice. I did like it. Yeah. It's very it's, depressing, and it's, like a lot of like your books. It, it was very depressing. It a was, lot of your books, you have been, to be in the mood to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I've heard a lot about this. You know, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube comic book 
you know, right. creator stuff like that. And I've heard, you know, heard. that's where I first heard it. Yeah, duh. We're all uh, so a lot of people have this, you know, on their favorite reads of the year or, you know, up there. And it's been something I've been hearing about for at least the last year. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. I've been wanting to read it. So this is a perfect opportunity. Yep. Anything you want to say before I wrap it up? Tasha, yeah, I know you're talking you. to me. <laughs> it was it was really depressing. I will just say that. Um, how some people die is kind of oh okay. Um, yeah, these people. Yeah, it's a book. <laughs> it's deep. Okay. It's, it's a deep book. Cool. So that's cool. to, that's going on the quote. It's yeah. a book. <laughs> it's a book. It's a book. Yeah, I say um, way too much stuff on this podcast. <laughs> So, Sometimes you don't say anything. Yeah, you well, remember the first I episode learned... when you're like, "It was good." Yeah, the first <laughs> episode. Like, I was and now like... you're like yelling and. Like, well, also the first episode, I said "New Hamster," and then you guys finally, I finally. Was that your first episode? Not... Witches. Yeah. Yeah, witches. yeah, witches. And then I finally learned that it's not called New Hamster; it's called New Hamster. You still say. <laughs> what is okay. it? Yeah. All right, all right. So for me, what I got out of this book was I think it ask the question of what is identity and individuality what makes us who we are and differ from anyone else is it our memories or our emotions and opinions or our unique physical characteristics you know I don't, that's not a question i have the answer for everyone's going to have a different answer and have a different opinion in this book but to me that's what i got kind of got out of the whole overall theme of this book i agree yeah well i mean I, i'm going with the fact that it's called upgraded soul Right. And not upgraded people or just upgraded <laughs> yeah. because it, it is leading the question about a soul. You know, can you transfer a soul to something else? Right. You can transfer the memories. You can transfer the everything they've learned, everything they've done. But the soul itself, does that transfer or does that stick with the same person? Mm-hmm. And what we saw, especially with these clones, is, you know, I don't know if I'd call them soulless, but they developed. I mean, they were only alive a year. And one of them turned pretty much evil. Evil. Yeah. And the other one turned almost. It was sort of yeah, angelic. Sacrifice it yourself. was yeah. It was basically, you know, yin and yang, good and evil. They they represented everything with their development. Um, it mm-hmm. it was basically the, the whole soul thing. You know, yeah. they didn't take because Molly and Henry, they don't change. They're the same exact people up to the very end. Right. It's the the ones they created. Yep. That they're calling you know, copies of them. But there weren't copies. They yeah. were a foundation. The DNA. Right. And it goes into the whole nature versus, versus nurture. Right. They're like kids. And, right. Well, yeah, yeah they're foundations. Right. They, they have the, the basic building blocks, but it's what they do with them from there. Mm-hmm. What kind of house are they going to build on that foundation? And we can see they definitely didn't go the same way. I mean... Again, they were born and raised in a facility. You know, they don't have the life experiences that Molly and Henry had growing up. And they don't even get to grow up. They don't begin. Right. I mean, even though they have the memories of what it was like to be children with when Molly and Henry were growing up, they don't don't have have the experience. Experience, exactly. Right. As far as to them, it's like you watched a movie about it. They didn't Mm -hmm. experience it. Yeah. So they don't get that, what it's like to grow up. And since they are basically thrown into this situation where they are homegrown within a year and not even fully developed to begin with, you know, they they get their moral stance from what's going on around them. And, you know, 
the whole situation is kind of shady, shady and, to begin like, with, yeah. and you can see it. Uh, Manuela doesn't spend much time with Doctor with mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Doctor Kalos, but Henry does. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, it's a good she, point. So. She has the intellect of what Molly had, mm-hmm. and so she does it on her own, and she does the research, and you know, she realizes you know what's going on is morally wrong, and doesn't feel that she should be there to basically kill Molly. Yeah, that she yeah, that she feels remorse that what's going on, and that she makes the tough decision. To let Molly be the one that finishes out her life, where yeah, Hank is Hank goes the other way. Hank goes kind of the other way from Carlos, and he becomes selfish. He wants his life. Mm-hmm. He wants Henry to go away. He wants yeah. to get out of there and start living. Right. He and doesn't they, uh, care what people think about him. Basically, what he looks like. you said earlier, like he just uses Lena yeah. to to get him out of there. Yep. And then once he's separated as far as he is, he realized that it wasn't uh, Hank that. Uh, Hank that died, and then he basically whatever strokes out or whatever yeah. happens, and he and dies, in, dies the car in a car accident. So, yeah, and then you you get to see that huge like one eighty transformation of Lena, where she mm-hmm. the very I mean to the very end when like throughout the book she had that little like woman face drawing mm-hmm. and oh the amazing way they did that shadow yeah where she put the light behind her so it kind of gave the mm-hmm. shadow figure which yep. basically represented her sister yeah and she says i i will always love you but i don't need you anymore and this yep. rips the paper up and then she ends up taking over the whole operation yep. and blaming the death of cliff yep on uh, her brother on her brother and he can't say anything because yep. his jaws all busted right. up and he'll probably never be able to speak again well he actually he doesn't he blame she blame it on uh she plays the death of Cliff on Hank. Because Hank is dead, and there's no one to say he didn't do it. Okay. Um, and so she, if she's even to the point where she's like, this is going to go to trial. We are going to be brought up. We're hoping with everything to happen and the, the accident to my brother's face that they'll let him off with, mm-hmm. you know, house, house arrest, arrest or whatever. Yep. Right. Uh, the, right. I mean, Lena was the best character of this. You get to yeah. see the growth and the complete 180 change. Yeah. And after a while, you know, when you first meet her, you know, when she finally moves her hair back and you're like, oh. But after a while, you don't even notice. I like, yeah. I forgot she even had like a clubbed foot because she seems mm-hmm. to be walking normal now. And, you know, she dresses normal. She dresses really nicely and she's walking up. She has the voice box in, so she's not. Like curled over, typing on her thumb or her arm yeah. anymore. Yeah, and talk about the. Uh, we didn't talk too much about the art, but just the, the amount of detail yeah. that was put into it. And one scene that when I liked when Bianca and Lena, when we see her for the first time, and you see Bianca's flip flops, just yeah. you know, it's nice. Just little touches like that yeah. in the art that you see that you know some people you don't always see. You know, people take the time and the you know right. to put all that detail and in, in, in the, all the background all stuff, the, background the posters, stuff, yeah. the people in the background, just yeah, the a lot of going on. Yeah, right. a lot of stuff that little details in the in the art that I, I appreciated. A I lot did. I like the art. Did did they have an artist? I missed when you said that. He he wrote he wrote and art and did the art. He did an amazing and job. the colors. I mean, the only the, he didn't do was the lettering. The art. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't like jump out a lot at me mm-hmm. but it was it didn't bother me i thought the yeah. art was pretty good it's, it's a style i've seen before where uh 
Aeon Flux. It reminded me a lot of Aeon Flux, where you know people aren't don't all, don't don't look normal. I mean, even the normal people don't have that like normal look. Is I don't know what I'm trying to go for. They, they didn't look realistic. Mm. Like their face, your their facial features look different in every panel they were in. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they you know, looked uh, thin. Sometimes they looked a little heavier. Sometimes they. You know, they had distinct facial features. Sometimes, you know, they were a little distorted facial features. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of the art of, like, uh, Eon Flux. Okay. You know, where the body body of Eon Fluxes are very, you know, disportioned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Eon Flux herself is weighs, if you put her in real life, 20 pounds. <laughs> She's right. like, you know, thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I did like the art. I wasn't. Yeah. I had nothing against the art. Mm-hmm. I really had nothing against most of this book. I mean, except for the fact that it was just very <laughs> depressing. But right, um, I'll make sure I, I pick another depressing yeah. book next time. Yeah, well, no, you, you get there. Underwater I'll welder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the many lives. You're getting there. Layla Star. So, but it was yeah. a good pick. It was a good pick. Yeah. And that's what this podcast is for. Right. To read the things I probably never would have like read. Yeah. Absolutely, like like Raven and Beast Boy. Yeah. Anyways, maybe I probably would have read. I maybe would have if I read that much. Yeah. All right. I now do. That's not grammar, is it? So yeah, grammar. anything you say is technically grammar. Is it bad grammar? Yes. No so do we, <laughs> you want to talk about your recommendations, Tasha? <laughs> not for my friends. I will tell you that. Um, I really would probably just recommend it to people that. Like you guys, I don't even know if I would recommend it to anybody. Use guys, you guys. That you wouldn't recommend it to the use. To the use, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it was. I was just a okay on it. It is again for mature audience. Okay. I'm not mature. Now, with my as eloquently as she put that, uh, I'm kind of the same way. Even though it's rated T for teens, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's, <laughs> no, is there's no that. bad language. There's yeah. no, they say I mean, the F word violent. once. No. Yeah. They say shit once. No, they say the F word in it. No. Yeah, they that. do. Okay, we believe. <laughs> I read Don't it keep today. With you At the end, she's like, my my brother's the piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember as far as uh, language. Um, but So this was a great book, but I, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. Uh, it's very depressing and very dramatic. Uh, there's not much humor, not much action. Uh, actually, there's really probably no humor whatsoever. <laughs> I can't even think of anything that was really funny in this. Um, and even though it was rated teen, I would not recommend it to any teen. Yeah. Uh, I, junior high, at least. High school, maybe you do have some mature kids in high school that probably would enjoy this book. And, you know, they have to read things like this all the time for English class. So I would I would say. Are you swiping? Oh, yeah, because my screen's paper. <laughs> Three, I, two, do it again. One. I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, because my screen's paper. Okay. So, yeah, so three, two, one. So that's my recommendation. Jared? Yeah, so I like this book quite a bit. I did give it four stars on Goodreads. If anybody wants to follow join, me on I should join Goodreads. You're on Goodreads. I mean, I should but you don't do it. Do, I should do but something good. If you want to, uh, yeah, I have the hardcover hideout. Uh, Goodreads on there, which I started you know before this podcast. Yes. This is, you know, I started just the it, as a just a Instagram page for comic books. If, if anybody's interested in, uh, if you haven't listened to our introduction episode yet, you should do that and kind of 
hear about the history of the show. But anyways, um, so I did give it four stars. So I, it wasn't a five star for me, but it was up there. It was it was so, very very good. So what made it lose a star for you? Um, that's a good question. I think I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't something that I was like. I need to finish this right now. Right. Okay. So I think that's, well, that's what, what I was wondering. Because so I think some things, and maybe it was because of the length of it. I don't know. I mean, it could have been. I don't know if you could have made it any shorter. If there's any, so. you couldn't really cut anything yeah. out without it being. Then, then you would know, be, they would be witches. You know, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the this the. The chapter with Hank and his agent, or whoever that was, talking about his book—that yeah. was, you know, that wasn't totally necessary for the story. We do learn a little bit more about how, you know, he took over his father's character, where his money know, comes from, where his money comes from, and that kind of thing. Where his dad left Cliff the fortune, right? But the rights to the character, to Hank yeah, to exactly, him. yeah. So I think that's the only thing. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot, but it wasn't. I'm not sure what it was. I thought it was a great. You know, storytelling was great. The the right. message in it, it was good. Maybe it's just because it is kind of depressing, and it's not something I'm like, I really want to finish this. But and that's I, probably the only reason. I and there was five a reason I, I would give if I you know if we did rating thing, I'd probably give it four stars too, and probably along the same kind of lines. Yeah. So as, as far as recommending to people, I mean. I, I would recommend anybody who enjoys reading. I think should read, and generally speaking, should I would say you should read this book because I think it's worth a read. I think it's definitely something that needs to be a little bit more mainstream and and have people read it. And but specifically, I would I would have this if for anybody who is when they think of comic books or talking about comic books, they just say, "Oh, it's all superheroes." And and stuff like that. I would say, okay, read this book, and you tell you know, and then you'll see that graphic novels or comics can be just as deep and thought provoking and um, meaningful as any novel, you know, or nonfiction book. So yeah, no. that's kind of just I would. It just kind of depends on who I would talk, who I'm talking to. But I, I will, you know, and like you said, it would definitely be high school and above. I don't, you know, I mean junior high it is rated for teen but i would say upper teen to upper adult teen, just because yeah. there are things that may not may not hit home with some people that right. you know in the way that it does for someone that are, you know people that are older and right that kind of thing so that's that's pretty much it i mean overall recommendations i would say yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> overall recommend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do you recommend? yeah. Yep. next question yeah. all right yeah, so that's uh, oh. whoa. whoa. So we're gonna we're go ahead and, and and wrap this episode up. So if you have any uh, questions or re- book recommendations, or you can or concerns, <laughs> you can reach us on our Instagram at hardcover underscore hideout, and our email address is hardcoverhideout at gmail And next week, we think we're gonna do it next week. Will be Chris's yeah. pick of the week. So my pick of the week, uh, it, it's called the "It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth" uh, by Zoe Thorogood. Uh, it's basically cartoonist Zoe Thorogood records six months of her own life as it falls apart in a desperate attempt to put it back together again in only ways she knows how. "It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth" is an intimate narrative that looks into the life of a selfish artist who must create her own survival. Awesome. This that is was a, read direct read directly from the synopsis. Yeah, you can probably tell. That's perfect. <laughs> so this will be our first nonfiction. This will be our first nonfiction, non-fiction 
yeah graphic uh, novel yeah autobiographical right. nonfiction yeah yep. looking forward to that that's, yeah me too that's awesome. i've been yeah i've been hearing a lot of things about this book you know a lot of good things yep. for sure so i'm looking forward to it so that will be next week yeah we seem to be doing weekly now so it's nice right. um anything to add tasha before we sign off no well again <laughs> Be sure to rate us on whatever podcast platform you listen to. And we'll take it back to Jared for the end of this episode. <laughs> so that was our thoughts on Upgrade Soul. Thanks everyone for joining us and happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading. It's a book. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs>